0: you <laughs> The Wally Show podcast is our daily radio show heard live through the WayFM app each morning and hosted by Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. For more fun, be sure to connect with us at wayfm.com slash Wally.
1: The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advance Manage, save you time and money. Uplifting Wayfm. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish.
2: Here's Betty.
0: Like with most most jobs, being an Amazon delivery driver comes with its own headaches. Like you have to deal with someone's protective dog or getting stuck in traffic constantly. And it's crazy. When I stop
1: doing this job, that's what I want to do. I want to deliver smiles. What I want to do for people.
0: I get that that could be part of it, but you're yeah. also going to deal with your own yeah. regret. So, probably. <laughs> um, for one driver, he had to deal with falling into a customer's septic tank. Okay,
1: I'm out. I don't want to do Ooh, this anymore. Yep. No. <laughs> With a
0: video that's now gotten 6.7 million views, Charles, he's an Amazon delivery driver, films himself at the bottom of a six-foot hole Ugh. standing knee-deep no. in unmentionable oh. sludge. Oh, no. He claims he was delivering an order to a customer's door, and as he was walking back to his truck, the ground collapsed underneath him. Oh.
3: I tried using these roots around me to get out, and it just pulled more dirt on top of me. So I just called dispatch. Hopefully they're going to get the cops or the fire department here because the walls are kind of caving in on me. Oh, no. Oh. I, I,
1: I would, uh, Yeah, I think my first call would not have been to dispatch. It would have been to 911. Well, but... that
0: video was taken after he had called 911. Yeah, okay. So he was he had already made the right calls. But thankfully he had his... Cell phone yeah. on him so that he could get help. He did say, I guess that Amazon always provides their drivers with this this device called a rabbit, and it just keeps track of where their delivery drivers are and where your next stop is. But that had fallen into the sludge, oh. and he was like, "I'm not getting that. Cool. <laughs> that yeah, one is lost.
1: I am not making enough money for that." <laughs> well,
0: once Charles was rescued from the pit, he posted another video saying he hoped Amazon wouldn't ask him to finish his delivery route. Reasonable. But it turns out that he did. No. No, but it's, but Amazon. But it's, it's kind of his fault. Why? So I read into it. Amazon, they did their part. They sent another driver to okay. take the 50 packages that Charles had left on his route. But Charles saw that as an opportunity to go home, shower, uh, and then go right back out and get the packages that were left so he could finish his own route.
1: Oh, okay. So he they did offer him to not yes. have to work. Yes. Okay, But that's he good. went
0: out there and finished it himself.
1: See, there you go. Delivering smiles. Now I'm back in. I want to be that guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, because really, you know, like oh, they're, they're gonna uh, make him uh, work, and you're like oh, you're sad for him, but then you're like oh, wait a minute, I want my stuff. If you were one of those fifty yeah, packages
2: that you were but waiting I,
1: on, I
0: don't want it covered in something no. that smells funny.
1: Yeah, oh boy. Well, <laughs> I'm glad everything worked okay uh, for that dude in the end, for sure. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and technology is all around us. And some things that used to be simple have gotten more and more complex. Point in case, uh, or case in point. I did it backwards. I'm dyslexic. (laughs) No,
0: I like point in case. Yeah,
1: case in point. Uh, (laughs) I said it with such like, like authority too. Uh, My wife's windshield in her car got hit by a rock while we were driving, and it sent a crack. 12 inches across. So we I hate got, when
0: that happens. It's
1: a bummer. We got insurance. Okay, we'll get it fixed. So they come out to fix my windshield the first time. And they're like, oh, we can't fix it. Uh, the card through this code. I'm like, what do you mean the card threw a code? It's a, it's a, it's a windshield.
0: Yeah, it's a piece of glass. How can it have a code like I a know. computer?
1: I know. Well, the glass is now super high tech because the glass mates with the camera system in the car, mm. and like mm. it clicks in together. And then I guess apparently, didn't even know I had them. Uh, there's a heated section at the bottom what? to keep your windshield wipers from sticking to it. What? Yeah. So my glass, I looked at the other side, underside of the glass. Ow. It has a plastic thing that mates with the mirror stuff. And then it has two wires coming out of it that clip in. You're like,
0: what in the world? Which it's great that, you know, with future technology, I mean, it does make our lives a lot easier. But in this case, it was a headache. It was a headache
1: because the guy was like, well, now it threw a code. And, you know, the car saying that this this error code is there. It has to be cleared first. And, and he couldn't clear it. He's like, we don't clear it because we're liable for it. So you have to take it to the Ford dealer. I'm like, just to, really? Are you
0: serious? That's so ridiculous. And you think of like, like back in the 60s and 70s, even the 80s, when there were cars that, yeah. you know, like, if, if you cracked a windshield, you just replaced yeah, it. Yeah, the windshield. But now the technology is kind of getting in the way. It
1: really is. It's hurting more than it's helping cuz I'll never know about those heated windshield wiper things. You know? Like, don't care. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't. And so like for me, I'm like I'd rather just have the glass repaired cuz now we're on the third company coming out to do it and uh, finally it's supposed to do it today but I think it's going to rain so they won't do it. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm starting to like the crack." Honestly, I just want to leave it there like it is. It's ridiculous. So when is that time, 855-33-WAY-FM, when is that time that you found technology was hurting more than it was helping? It's designed to make our lives better and easier, and I love the concept of that. Right. But, like, with modern cars, they're so computer-related, you can't work on them anymore. If something goes wrong, you got to take the dealer. Yep. And every dealer trip now is minimum of $500. Minimum. Ugh. You drive in, and you're like, hey, no. um... I think I might want to have my windshield wiper replaced. Okay, $500, you know, but yeah, you don't, nothing is cheap anymore on cars. So I am curious for you, what is that thing that uh, you thought was going to be very helpful technology wise and it ended out being worse for you? 855-33-WAY-FM. What was a time that something technological that was designed to make your life better actually made it worse?
4: Well, I got you one beat. Mine is my airbags in my car.
1: Okay, (laughs) those are life-saving.
4: Exactly, and you'd think they would have parts to fix them, but I've been waiting since, like, August or September.
0: So you're driving without airbags.
4: Exactly. And people are crazy, and they pull out in front of you, so yeah. I guess you're just supposed to pray and help for the best.
1: I guess so. That <laughs> or what you could do is, you know those gallon Ziploc bags? Fill those up with yeah. air and tape them to your dashboard <laughs> and your steering wheel, at least to give you a little bit of uh, a cushion.
0: Right? Tammy, why is it
4: taking so long to replace them? They just keep saying the parts are on back order. The parts are on back order. COVID.
1: COVID. <laughs> Still COVID-related, uh. supply chain but I'm like, issues. how are
4: they making new cars with, with airbags if they can't replace the old airbags? Why well,
1: I know. Like, here's how they make new cars. Like, uh, we had a friend that they bought their daughter a car, and so she took delivery of the car, and they're like, okay, now you're going to bring need to bring it back in about a month or two so we can put these two chips in that control, like the heated seats and something else that wasn't, like, mission critical, but they couldn't get the chips. And so automakers are still dealing with that. So they're giving you cars that not everything is fully functional yet.
4: I don't think airbags should be one of those.
1: No, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> what would your example of that be?
4: Cell phones. I just feel like as much as they help us with communication, they hinder our ability to have a normal conversation with and look them
1: in the eye. It is interesting that we're more connected than ever to people, but also more disconnected, especially the younger generation. Like, I don't know that they fully know how to interact with people socially because they're so used to doing everything online or chat or what have you. Well,
0: and it even makes you wonder the friendships or the relationships that we've passed on because we were too busy looking at our phones instead of talking to the people around us. Yes,
4: I agree
1: 100%. Last night, I sat down with my daughter. She's in town and my wife and we had dinner and we played cards and we talked and it was so great and then there was a moment where uh, my wife got up to get like some dessert for us, and then Haley grabbed her phone. I grabbed my phone. My wife came back, grabbed her phone, and we were all uh, watching or doing different things on our phone, literally sitting two feet apart from each other. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, yeah, maybe this is a problem. Maybe this technology isn't that great. We
4: do it too, and
1: it's an addiction. Well, that's not an addiction. I could stop anytime I want. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to say, Way FM, this year is The Wally Show, and every year people make New Year's resolutions, and you, sometimes you stick to them, sometimes you don't. I thought I would try to inspire you yeah. with a song about yes. resolutions. Yes, Woo. yes, yes. Okay. yes. Now, you know the song by Josh Wilson, Revolutionary? Revolutionary. Well, I thought it would make perfect sense to do one called Resolutionary. Oh, perfection. I love it. Do you see what I did with that? I'm in full support. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, here we go. Uh would you like to introduce me? Betty. Okay,
0: so this is gonna be Miss Beats. <clears throat> yeah. Miss Beats performing live. As you can hear the coughing in the background, you know that the time has come. I'm clearing my throat. Ladies and gentlemen. Just nervous here. That's all. When Just you thought, you know, Someone should give up on a dream and find another job.
1: Nope, I'm here. This guy
0: I'm here for hasn't it. gotten the notice. So here he is, without further ado, oh. Miss
3: B! I'm here for the
1: people. The people want this. <laughs> Maybe you're just like me. You're just a bit pudgy. You find it hard to breathe. Stares are your enemy. <laughs> Maybe you take a look at all your time on Facebook. Compare your life to friends. And now you're feeling sure. Let's, Let's take some time, time and rewind. It's a new year. Oh, falsetto. No. Oh, Alright, Carey. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in your mind. Now the time unlike last year. I have zero will and it's kind of scary. I cannot believe this is it. One month I quit. God help me get resolutionary. Whoa, whoa. Resolutionary. Whoa, whoa. Let's get, let's get, whoa. Visionary and scene.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Pretty, wow. Great. Okay. Pretty great. Pretty great. I got through it. I think that's all that well matters.
0: Well done. Man, <sighs> Gavin said it best. The buildup to your performance yeah. is better than the performance.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, because you don't know how big of a train wreck it's going to yes. be, you know. <laughs>
0: Coffee shops, poolside, back porch picnic table at the park, at your kids soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University.
1: I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend so life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want To accomplish and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends your family or what have you
0: and you can earn accredited degrees from colorado christian without ever setting foot on campus
1: so there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally.
4: Uplifting way FM.
1: We definitely need a little more of this in the world.
4: Oh, that's how you do it,
2: kids.
1: <laughs> it's the Wally Show choosing a wedding dress can be one of the biggest decisions uh in a bride's life i mean they start looking way in advance and then they try on a bunch of different dresses and like and i understand that you want it to be your perfect day uh but for this lady named simone the perfect dress was providing harder or proving harder to find and uh, she tried on about 10 wedding gowns a light snack I have a feeling my daughter will (laughs) double that, Uh, you know, uh, but she still hadn't found one. So then one day she scrolled on Instagram and she spotted her dream gown. There she is, the dream gown. I'm going to look fabulous in that, you know. Yeah. So she, though, looked around and could not find it. She was unable to secure one. Uh, and then she had seen another woman uh, post a picture of herself in that wedding gown So she did what any woman would do she asked if she could buy her wedding dress Oh, oh. wow, I know Which is bold. kind of a
0: big deal because I mean you would think about it You want that one dress to be just for you right and it hasn't touched anyone else exactly but She must not have cared
1: like my daughter uh, the, the other like for Christmas got a perfume, okay mm-hmm. And she's like, I just want this to be my scent. You know, like she loved it. And so I, and my wife loved it too. And I, I asked, her, I said, hey, would it be a problem if I bought mama this perfume as well? Because I know you said you want it to be your scent. And I could see <laughs> that maybe being problematic. She's yes. like, yeah, that's a problem. I would prefer not. Yeah. Because it's her signature scent. Exactly. And yeah. so like women get possessive over yep. things like that. So anyway, she asked if she could buy the dress. The lady named Emily who had it declined. But then they came to an unusual agreement. Uh, the this kind woman agreed to lend Simone the wedding dress. you can borrow it on one condition: you send it back to me. I want to make sure I get it back. It's reasonable. But here's where the story takes another turn. They don't live in the same town. They don't even live in the same state. Not even that. They don't live in the same country or on the same continent.
3: Oh, yes. wait. So
1: yeah. So Simone lives in South Africa. Emily lives in California. So, Emily sends Simone the dress. It fits perfectly. Doesn't even have to have it altered, which is amazing. And then. Simone, in, in in return, the bride sent Emily an invitation to her wedding. Oh, that's awesome! And Emily went. <laughs> nice. Like, so she flies to South Africa. They go to the wedding, and uh, and it, and they have this good time, and they strike up this unusual friendship as a result that's of awesome. it. That's awesome. So yeah.
0: something that brought them together.
1: Yeah, I mean, and out of kindness, people being mm-hmm. kind, and it's like boldness and kindness kind of meeting together mm-hmm. in the same place. And then there's part of me, the jaded side of me, that's wondering if she went to the wedding just so she. Could make sure she got the dress back. Like you're not gonna need it tomorrow. I'll take it. I'll save you the shipping that way, and she'll take <laughs> it back. That way, she knows she gets it back.
0: Wow, that sounds just like you.
1: Yeah, that's the hurt in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. always jaded, taking something positive right. and
0: sweet and turning it into yep. something ugly and negative. The
1: jaded, skeptical me. Uh, but they didn't cover that in the story. <laughs> but they did get like four million views on their on their TikTok about this, and I think that's kind of cool too. It does it does show you you can strike up friendships mm-hmm. anywhere and. Uh, and, and still actually physically connect with people even though it might start online Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show and Shania Twain is back on tour and people kind of raving about like her, you know uh, being back out there again
4: That don't impress me much
1: and there's one uh, girl who's super happy that she is out there. Her name is Tenille Towns. And when she was nine, she was randomly picked out of the crowd to sing with Shania Twain. I love when artists do that. They mm-hmm. pull somebody else. Out of the crowd, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "That's amazing!" Yeah, because you
0: know that that memory is going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. Yeah,
1: and now here's what's really cool, though. Now that little girl that was nine at the time is opening for Shania Twain what? on tour.
0: Wow! Like, talk about
1: full circle and super
0: cool. That is so cool. Yeah,
1: and so I went and found like a uh a little snippet of her song. She's obviously country, um but, but I, the
0: little she's not little anymore. No, now, she's, she's
1: grown up. She's and... in her 20s now. Oh, okay. And so yeah, she's a, a country singer and. Uh, Uh, This is what she sounds like. If
2: I ever get to heaven,
4: no, I got a long list of questions. How do you make a snowflake? Are you?
3: I'm just as
1: I really like that. Like that's a a good song. That's a good song. I like her. But I just, I love the story of, you know, her all these years later coming full circle and then she is now opening for Shania. Yeah. It made me start thinking, like, now it doesn't have to be that big of a story. Like, that's a pretty big story. But, like, what was something that you got to do as a kid that was really cool? Like, getting pulled out of the crowd was awesome for this little girl and it set her on this path.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like your party story. You know, that one that leaves everybody like, what? Yeah, exactly. Happened to you, but what happened to you as a kid? I mean, nothing big like that ever happened to me. I remember I won a contest one time. You did what? For a blockbuster. Well, it was with. Did you get a free rental? No. I no. wish. No, it was for that movie, um, Sandlot. Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. I won a baseball bat. Oh. And you're looking okay. at one of the least sporty yep. people out there. Yep. Um, so I mean that's about all I got. I wasn't pulled up on stage with Shania no. Twain.
1: I won a writing contest when I was a kid and I got a limo ride for me and my family to the circus.
4: Hey! And I
1: bragged about it so much up and down my street. Like (laughs) The limo's coming. I was was probably like eight. A limo's taking my family. You guys gotta come out and see it. Like, it's gonna be great. Come see the limo. Pull up and take me to the circus. And so it was a clown car instead. (laughs) Close. Uh, Friends were all there like, oh yeah, your limo ride. That's great. We had a big family and stuff. And so they're like, ah, yeah. Uh, It's not gonna be a limo limo. It was a van like a like a minivan what a
3: disappointment
1: yeah and like exactly like all my friends are like "Ha, limo huh i'm like i'm not lying they said it was limo the worst day ever i start crying all the way to the surrogate that's great yeah so i am curious though. again what was that cool thing that you got to do or that happened to you when you were a kid 855-33-WAY-FM that's 855-33-WAY-FM we'll take yours now so Frank, what was your cool kid moment?
2: When I was four years
4: old, I was playing with a lighter and I lit the couch on fire in my house. Oh. Yeah, that's one of those bad things, but after that, I've been a firefighter for
1: 40 years. There you go. (laughs) So just like this girl had a self-fulfilling prophecy of, uh, you know, being a performer, you being a pyromaniac (laughs) turned into a career.
0: You redeemed the situation.
1: That's awesome. Frank, thanks for being on with us, buddy. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. Later, pal. All right, Rochelle, you're up. Impress us. What did you get to do as a kid? I
4: actually got to take a limo ride to a concert and got to sing on stage with the W's. It was insiders performing the W's and I can't remember who else, but yeah, I got to sing Alarm Clock with them on stage.
0: I guess I don't know who the W's are. Big back in the 90s? Or...
4: They were a swing
0: Christian band. Oh, okay. That's why you haven't back, heard of them.
4: Back <laughs> with Supertones and Iron <laughs> Frenzy and yep.
0: insiders were really big. Got it. Now, what did you have to do to win the contest?
4: I believe it was a radio show. There was a radio show on Saturday night here in Louisville, Tacky called The Edge, and I actually used to be on the radio. Oh no, way! Wow. night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like I was a teen and I got to I won a contest to be on the radio, so I built a good relationship with people.
1: Then Rochelle got smart and she got out of radio. Because
4: yeah, that was the highlight of her career. Yeah, it's all downhill from here.
1: I can attest to that, Rochelle. What was your coolest kid moment, Summer?
4: Well, mine was a little more akin to yours, Wally, where I had this one big plan in mind and it didn't turn out the best. But Yeah, that's my whole um, childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My mom, when I was in upper elementary school, was leading the little girl's Bible study, and she had said to us, if we memorize the Lord's Prayer, that whoever did it would get a big, awesome reward. And so I set out and I memorized it, and I was the only one that did it. Do you remember
1: in your head as a kid what you pictured that big reward being?
4: I, I You know what? I don't know. I don't remember exactly what I thought it was. Um, I think I had set it up to be like... Going out to eat—that was really special. Like she would take me out to dinner oh. with all the other girls that memorized or something. Maybe a new bike.
1: Um, I don't know. Like the sky's the limit. What'd you get?
4: I got socks. No, <laughs> you got hosed. I mean,
1: you got the Lord, which is good, but well, you got that's, hosed. that's the
4: thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Now I'm like, you know, I can say the Lord's prayer like a boss and really mean it, and like have it memorized in my heart for many, many years. But the socks were not like the
1: best. I'm curious, like every time you recite the Lord's Prayer now, do you look down at your socks?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will now, thank you.
1: But I am curious for you, what was that cool thing you got to do as a kid?
4: Started not so cool, uh, but that it ended up being, I guess, kind of cool. Um, I was ran over by Clydesdales, a team of them at a county fair oh uh, my where gosh. I grew up. Those things uh, are
1: huge. <laughs> I can almost hear it now, though. Lindsay got run over by some Clydesdales. Hanging out at the country fair. You can say there's no such thing as
4: Clydesdales.
1: (laughs) But we know that now she has no hair. Oh, my goodness.
4: Yeah, so that did happen. um, But I do have hair, thankfully. Um, But no, the the reward, um, if you want to call it that, is I got to go back to the fair the next year. Ride all the rides I wanted, got to have all my friends ride all the rides we wanted for free. They bought you. We didn't you. have to get off the ride. Yeah, I know they did. Lindsay, did you walk away from being stampeded
0: by a herd of Clydesdales? Did you walk away with any physical ailment?
4: Yeah, I did. I, I got a broken collarbone oh. and um, some back issues from it that Ooh. actually have stuck with me my whole life, oh, unfortunately.
1: My oh, wow.
4: But I got fare passes. <laughs> she got <fare> passes. <laughs>
3: uplifting way FM. he's wise beyond his years i can't already tell but it seems like he's very good here's gavin when i think of the cringeworthy stuff i've done in my life there's honestly one thing that still remains really close to the top of that list for me and it goes all the way back to fourth grade mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly and it's when i went through this like wannabe surfer phase nice when i would throw the the thumb and the pinky out. Oh, the hang loose. Hang the, loose. Was it shock, Shaka? or Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I would hit you know my friends with a "What's up, dude?" and yeah. sick and radical." Nice. And I would just do that, and I could just see, like in my memory, I can see my parents in the background, like rolling their eyes, yeah. telling me to stop. I should have listened. Didn't kept I'm, going. I'm on, not but... afraid to throw rock fingers every once in a while, like what up, like oh, yeah. you know. But you got to use it very sparingly. You do, and apparently there is this list of like hand gestures going into this year that people think need to go away or they think they're less cool and maybe they belong to the dad crew of this world and maybe this is the Gen Zers talking. I could see that though. And I think that makes sense because the first one on this list is uh, air guitar. Air guitar is
1: bad for anybody. Uh, and, and this is not a, a sexist thing. Women typically do not do air guitar like guys do. It's bad when guys do it. It's worse than when women do it because their picking hand, they don't usually put your index finger and your thumb together with your three fingers out like a pick. Like you're holding a pick and then play it like you would. They usually take their whole hand, the fingers are just out, and they just flop their wrist around. And that's oh. air guitar. And it's it's not that's, a good look. They're Un- not saying that,
0: though. They're just saying it's lame in general.
1: Correct. And I agree. I agree with that, but I'm saying it's it's worse sometimes. Oh, so
0: there's lame and then there's lamer. <laughs> Super
3: lame, yes, okay. exactly. Super lame. Uh, next one was Double Thumbs Up. I do that one. Do you? Did you ever do? Hey, what's got two thumbs and is whatever this This guy? guy. Yeah,
1: okay. Classic. Uh, The
3: next one was doing the uh, writing a check mark when you're at a restaurant to get your waiter or waitress's attention for the check. That's an old guy thing. I think that's a real old guy thing.
1: Like, because you don't want to snap, because that's really rude. rude. So you just kind of look up and go check, so they know what you want. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I could see that not being that. Here, I think I think we can all agree. I don't know if this made the list or not, but I think we can all agree that this is the one hand gesture that for, for for sure should forever go away finger guns yeah finger guns hey what's up hey hey ray good job on that presentation you know stuff like that you think finger it needs guns. to
3: go yeah oh yeah it's fascinating because it actually like didn't make this list oh no. so, they, so you don't they know anything
0: it. when it comes to cooler lane you know what betty right <laughs>
3: You're right.
1: Right on the money. I'm going to finger gun uh, everyone today. Like, I'll just be doing that all day long. So, yeah, I, I would, even though it's not on the list, I would highly recommend no finger guns. It's just not safe in the workplace either. Don't bring your finger guns to work.
2: You want me on that wall you need me on that wall
1: uplifting way FM this is the wally show we have our prayer wall at wayfm.com where you can post a prayer request things that are going on in your life you want people to pray for you and you can also be on there praying for people as well sometimes doing both and uh, we have pastor Chad who's in charge of our prayer and care ministry and uh, he's always on there praying for people getting people help and so we like to check in and see kind of what are some of the themes people are talking about right now in the prayer wall pastor Chad
2: and it was easy because right away I jumped on this morning in the top two requests that were right at the top was an anonymous request that says need a financial miracle for bills this month and Mm. financial healing obedience on my part also going forward oh that's interesting and then the next one was from another guy saying i'm requesting prayer for or a lady saying i'm requesting prayer for my husband who not only lost his job but also his vehicle in the same day oh that's a bad day and i know in my life it's the start of a new year yeah. my budget is really strict right now and we're probably going to fail at it but at the same time <laughs> we're all thinking about finances i i was watching the news this morning it's all about the economy all these sort of things are on people's minds and so just really thinking through like how do we deal with finances does the bible talk about right, finances yeah. Well, funny we should ask that question because the Bible has a ton to say about finances. And so I just have these three encouragements that I would want to encourage people with is number one, seek out the scripture. The Bible knows of poverty. And I was just really encouraged this morning and maybe discouraged that Paul talks about his own poverty. In Philippians 4, he says, Not that I was ever in need, but I have learned how to be content in whatever I have, knowing how to live amongst nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. So,
1: if you can can tighten up, you know, and still be happy, and you don't have to find joy in shopping or things. I I fight that, too. Sometimes, like, you go through the thing, you're, like, really bored. Let me jump on Amazon real quick. And you're like, why am I doing this? I don't need this. And so, learning to live... A life of contentment is important you want to see what you value check your checkbook and (laughs) like or your your accounts what are you spending money on
0: i value food
1: and candles yeah candles (laughs) and and food
2: she has a budget for candles (laughs) yeah it's crazy but listen if you're making a budget i know in my life in my family right now we're watching the budget tightly and we notice what we're spending on but you're right i'm scrolling online and i love those those feeds that say the top 20 things you need from amazon right now and i'm a sucker to look at all of them and see (laughs) oh i need about eight of the things they're telling me so contentment because i really don't need them my life i didn't need them until i saw them in that article
1: I think if that was the prayer for this year, maybe the prayer for a lot of us would be or should be contentment. Because if you're content, it leads to a couple things. It leads to joy. Yeah. Uh, that even when things aren't good, you can still have joy, and it leads to better finances, you know, in your life, which can then also take you to better places long term. And so, yeah, I think that would be the takeaway from uh, this conversation is maybe look at that for yourself this year. Like, like say God, you know, like it, while you're help me. Focus on my finances. Help me be content. You mm-hmm. have to do the work and yeah. make sure that you actually don't go spend on things. Like God doesn't just like tie your hands, but if you if you pray for contentment, maybe that's the thing that helps lead that process. So if you want to uh, be part of our uh, prayer and care team, you can do that. You can pray for people or have your prayer request uh, prayed for. If you uh, just text the word "pray" to nine one nine seven nine, and we will send you a link. I've been Uplifting way FM this is the Wally show we're gonna play a game and you have a chance to win a prize and here's the good news You don't have to know a lot you just have to figure out if Betty Rock knows what's going on. Okay, it's kind of a current events quiz. Some of these things are stories we've talked about on the show, and uh, I'm always amazed because there are times when I look over. I sit right directly across from Betty. I'm looking at her right in the ocular sockets right now, mm-hmm. and I don't see anything. Like I, I, I I'm looking through her, <laughs> and yeah. I don't think she's paying attention. Because I'm
0: thinking about what I'm gonna do for lunch. Yeah,
1: exactly. So there, <laughs> I'm never a hundred percent sure what lands. Okay, and so but then there's times when she really surprising me like she'll bust out something politically You're like I did not know you even followed that nicely done <laughs> so here's the way it works we're gonna uh give her just a word or a sentence she has to tell us what is going on okay and then if she gets the right story with it uh you know and if you said hey I bet on her then you would get a prize okay so it's very simple so like uh if I were to say, this will be an example round, okay? Uh, Gavin, you'll be our contestant. Okay. So I'm going to say memoir. Memoir. One word, memoir. Gavin, do you think she's going to know what that is in relation to this week or Ooh, not? Man,
3: I think she will, but I'm, well, no. No, I don't think she will. You don't think she'll get it? Okay. Do you even know? No. No. Okay. And if I don't know, my confidence is that she doesn't. Okay, because <laughs> I'm smarter than her. No, is no, that what no. you're saying? No, no, no. Just that I, you know, okay. I'm not thinking right. about lunch.
0: Memoirs, okay. usually like somebody wrote something about themselves. Okay. Like they wrote a book about themselves. Right. So, oh, that is the definition of a <gasps> oh, memoir. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I th- oh yeah. Prince Harry. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, he wrote it. a book.
1: All right, see, that's where she went from dead eyes to the light just came she on. She found it. I yeah. had to
0: talk myself through yeah. it. Did you see her light up? I'm like, oh, there, there is something yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah. We yeah. got a person. I was like, what? Who yeah. wrote a memoir? Okay. So yep. Gavin
1: would not get a point because what he bet there? against her. That's how this game works. So you just guess whether Betty Rock is going to know uh, the current event or not with what's going on. So let's play together. You can win a FM prize pack. 855 33 FM. That's 855 three way FM if you want to play Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Shannon, you are going to play What's Going On With Us. Now, the way it works is I'm going to give Betty Rock a word or a phrase. She has to tell us what is going on. It's kind of a current events quiz, and you don't have to know what it is. You just have to guess whether or not Betty Rock is going to get it right or wrong, okay? Okay. Okay, so here we go. Question number one. Here's the phrase, did we win? Do you think Betty Rock will get this right or wrong? Will she know what that is in reference to?
4: Oh, I bet she's gonna get this right.
1: I hope so because we talked about it for about three days on the show, and she actually <laughs> yeah. brought it up at one point.
4: Yeah, I did a you story about
0: you this, totally I, Shannon. I do. I have this. This is about Demar.
1: I need first and last name. Hamlet. Yeah. Oh, she got first and last too.
0: Because he—that was the first question he asked when he woke up from his coma. Yep, the yeah. NFL player.
1: Okay, that's good news. Uh, right. Shannon, you bet on Betty, and she is helping you out. So that is one right. Here we go. Uh, Nurses. Do you think she's going to get this right or wrong? Nurses.
4: Ooh. Well, so here's the thing. My sister's a nurse, and I have several friends um, in the medical field, so I'm going to hope that she does. But I do think, you know, if she's not well-connected in the medical world, she might miss it. I'm going to give her some confidence. You got this, Betty. You got this.
1: I would bet against her on this one uh, because I see her (laughs) face. Um, Okay, Betty Rock. (laughs) Nurses.
0: Well, I mean, they're important people. They are. And... They don't get paid enough.
1: No, they get paid pretty well. But oh,
0: you're getting there.
1: You're getting there.
0: <laughs> I mean, we need more of them?
1: No, no. Uh, Shannon, is what this is it?
0: Nurses' strike it? in New
1: York. Nurses' strike in New York. Oh, that's right. It was on TV. I watched you yeah, watch it one day. And I
0: even asked about it. Yeah, okay.
1: Gummit. Here we go. Final question Do you think she will get this right or wrong? Wedding dress. Wedding dress. Do you think she'll get this oh. one? Mm-hmm. There's a story on Good Morning America.
4: I, I don't might know. have even talked
1: about it on the show today.
4: Um, Well, if you just talked about it today, then I'm going to give her one more vote of confidence. You got this, Betty?
1: <laughs> All right. Betty Rock.
4: I got this.
0: What is it? It's about a wedding dress that was shared by two women because the other lady saw it on the other lady's Instagram and then they. Flew over to see the wedding, and they shared the same wedding dress. There you go. She, she, she borrowed it. the dress. Oh, wow. Shannon, you Woo.
1: bet on Betty Rock in an unprecedented fashion. It has paid off for you. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> we got it, Betty. We got it. Woo!
1: Woo. Nicely done. <laughs> we got a Way of M prize pack uh, for you because you and Betty both know what's going on. Awesome. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Great Scott. Now, we need your help to get back in time. Uplifting WayFM. This is The Wally Show. It is time for us to cram ourselves into our tiny little time machine and go back in time, uh, musically, that is, to a song from yesteryear. And the lady who is calling the shots today is a lady by the name of Megan. How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Fantastic. Now, our time machine is sponsored by Tesla, it's a self driving time machine. <laughs> I kind of figure if I keep saying it long enough, maybe Tesla will actually sponsor us with a Tesla. You keep trying and hoping. I'm going to keep trying. uh, (laughs) But until then, uh, you know, we're going to let you pilot us here, Megan. Uh, What song do you want to go back in time to? In my arms by Plum. Ooh, that was a really haunting album. It was very moody, and I, I say dark, but like, it, but it was positive. Yeah. But it just was very minor. It had
0: a hopeful spin to it, but I think that was the signature of Plum. Absolutely, like she was all about making these haunting type songs, but always having positive spiritual aspect to it. And I'm looking it up. What year we have to go back to? So that song was released back in 2007. Oh wow! 2007. That was the year that the Forever Stamp was first introduced. That was the stamp that you could now mail your letters or bills or whatever for. And whatever price that the stamp was going to go up to, it didn't matter. Because if you had a Forever Stamp, it would cover it. Really? Mm -hmm. I
1: had no idea that even existed. I'm going to go back in time and get me some of them stamps.
4: There you go. While we're
1: here, let's pick up some, okay? (laughs) Uh, So you want Plum in My Arms, Megan. Why do you want this song?
4: Well, whenever I was 20 and newly married, uh, my daughter was born four weeks early. I was very scared and I didn't know what to do, but I knew I wanted to keep my daughter safe. This song was popular whenever I was a kid, but it became more relatable after having children. So seven years later, I still sing this song to my three children. Recently, I was actually singing it to them and holding them. And in this moment, it became a great memory because I was scared and worried and stressed out. But God reminded me that I'm safe in his arms. Not only does he hold me in his arms, I'm also teaching that to my children that he keeps them safe. Yeah,
1: because you're like, look, mommy's going to drop you from time to time. It happens. You're probably going (laughs) to land on your head once or twice. But God has always got you. So speaking of God, we've got to get out of here and uh, go back in time right now to 2007 with Plum in my arms for Megan on Flashback Friday.
4: Thank you. Your baby blues,
3: so full of wonder. Your curly cues, your contagious smile, and as I
0: I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there (laughs) because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible. And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the Compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com.
3: Uplifting Wayfm. This is The Rock Report with Betty Rock.
0: Just a few days ago, we saw Lisa Marie Presley, the only daughter of music legend Elvis Presley, at the Golden Globes. She was cheering on actor Austin Butler as he won Best Actor for playing her dad in the hit film Elvis. And now we're finding out that just days later, she has passed away at the age of 54. That was
1: surprising because, I mean, you go one minute, you're live and at an event, and Mm -hmm. a couple days later, not so much, you know. Right. That's, it always jars people, I think. And to
0: only be 54. Yes, um, thank you.
1: I'm 54.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, her mother, Priscilla Presley, she stated that her daughter suffered a cardiac arrest. Mm. So she was at home. Um, she was put in an ambulance, made it to the hospital, but then died Um, she leaves behind three kids and oh I didn't know that yeah she had three kids she actually had four um, but she dealt with her own battles uh, including uh, heavy grief over the passing of her of one of her sons Mm -hmm. Um, she also had drug addiction issues so you can understand when you have a a dad that had his own demons that he was fighting I mean you just don't know what Processed, you're walking through. Mental illness is a big thing. Um, and then she was married four times. Oh, was she really? I believe it was four times. Because yeah. wasn't
1: there a Michael Jackson Michael thing Michael Jackson was one. Nicholas yeah.
0: Cage was another. Really? I'd forgotten yeah. that. And then there were two more. Um, I'm not sure who those were. But all that to say, 54 is just too too young to die of a heart attack um her dad uh, elvis he died in his 40s from the same situation so it makes you wonder if it's a a hereditary Mm. thing i'm not sure
1: yeah i don't know i'm gonna double down on the heart pills today though at 54
0: i don't know if that's what a doctor would say Uh, to do i
1: can't be too careful (laughs) you know (laughs) i get it though i get when you get to that age where like you have to start thinking about your health. Like, when you're young, like, you're in the 30s, you don't think about Gavin. So far from thinking about it in his 20s. But, like, you get to my age, you're like, oh, yeah, I actually do need to, you know, take medicine and maybe take a little better care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And yeah. I'm working on it. But Yeah,
0: but it's just sad for the Presley family, especially yeah. with Priscilla. She's in her 70s, so she's faced having to lose her ex-husband right. and then also her daughter as well. well
1: I, I, and I think, too, I mean, this is a family that had so much money. You know the estate had so much money, but then you. But the look world
0: standards—they have so much.
1: Correct, yeah. but then you look at it and you see like four failed marriages, and you see you know hurt and pain and loss inside mm-hmm. of that, and how do you cope? You know, and and you see you know addictions and and all of that stuff, and it and it quickly makes the money seem way less important Mm -hmm. you know your health is more important your mental health is more important than all of that stuff um but we get it twisted sometimes because we look at what other people have that we don't have and think that's the life Mm -hmm. and it isn't always the case and these are good reminders of that too you know as this family walks through this as well well there you go that's going to do it for your rock report thank you lady rock Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And I got an email from somebody the other day with a, like a spiritual phrase, kind of a creative phrase to explain a spiritual concept. And it kind of landed with me. I'm like, oh, that's really good, you know? And it was really simple. It was like, the test of Christianity is not loving Jesus It's loving Judas. Mm. I'm like, oh, dang, snap, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like saying it's easy for us as as believers to like the to be nice to the people that we like but when it comes to being nice to the people that we don't like that's really the true test of faith and 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 i'm failing
1: (laughs) the people that are kind of evil you know like he had nefarious plans and stuff and so yeah i I was like boy that's really good i appreciate that scott thank you and it got me to thinking there are other phrases we use like matthew west has a song now uh your my story your glory and it's got a few of the big ones Like I've heard that in church, you know, make your mess your message and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so there's a bunch of things that we say um, to help us remember big spiritual things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And I had, I had never heard this one about the test of Christianity is not loving Jesus. It's loving Judas. So I am curious. Is there like some creative phrase that you've heard that helped explain a spiritual concept to you or it just solidified what you knew in your soul but it was like oh that's good I can remember this now and it and it makes more sense I'd love to know yours and cuz who knows like maybe there's a bunch we haven't heard before like this one that I just brought up uh 855 855- 33 way fm is the number. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. We love having you on the show with us, especially stuff like this, because this might totally land with somebody and really be something that sticks with them and with their faith. So 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. So have you ever, Candy, come across some sort of a phrase that took a big biblical concept and made it easier to understand? Follow
4: God with your faith, not your feelings. That really just helps me to keep it in perspective it reminds me that it's not about my emotions and if i'll obey he'll make everything catch up in the long run he'll bring my emotions full circle he'll he'll take care of it if i'll just obey.
0: and i think that's a lesson that a lot of us need to remember because if we follow our feelings it can feel like a roller coaster you know one day you're good the next day you're bad and so he is always stable and so we need to look to him more than we do our feelings for sure
1: Then when you feel something you know, it can be misleading. Sometimes our feelings can be the most misleading things. Think about it. You know, I feel uh, unworthy. I feel not loved. I feel substandard, you know, And, and all of that you genuinely feel, but none of it's true. So that's a great reminder, Candy. I appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you. So true. Thank you, guys. Do you have a phrase like that that has kind of helped explain some spirituality or some faith stuff to you?
4: Um, For me, it's if he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. It helps me to remind me that he'll always be there with me no matter what I'm going through. And it's really helped me with some things that I've struggled with in
1: the past. Yeah, I love the verse about, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death in Psalms. uh, It talks about how Jesus is with you, and it's a really good illustration of how he doesn't always walk us around the troubles of life. You know, he walks with us through those troubles, and if he walked us around everything, I don't know that we would learn anything. Oh, there you go. You can write that one down, too. That's not too bad. (laughs) See, that's how these things come up. Uh, But that's a good one. I love it, Amy. Thanks for being on with us today.
4: Yeah, thank you. You guys have a great day
1: so melissa what was that phrase that explained faith to you better
4: love the sinner hate the sin because sin does not have to define a person it is simply a bump in the road and you have to take the person as who they are
1: yeah we struggle with this inside of the church because there's so many divisive controversial issues of people's lifestyle choices and we as the church and as people are called to love people But by the same token, you have to administer truth with love. The Bible talks about that. The Bible's like, you know, basically saying, give your rebuke, only season it with salt. And so it's like, you have to be honest with people. That's the loving thing to do, but it's really challenging in our world to do that today and not come off as a hater.
4: And especially with all the societal changes, I think it's one of those things we really have to step back and remember that Jesus came for the sinner, for the sick. He didn't come for those who are well. I came for those who are sick. And so we're all sinners. And we're all in the same boat. We like to put value on different sins, but in God's eyes, sin is sin, and we're all equal in His eyes.
0: Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes, as well as connect with us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.